I'm Chris. I'm John. I like milk. I like dogs. I like podcasts. I'm still subscribed to SiriusXM. And this is Media High. Alright everyone, it's time to put in your headphones, pour yourself a cold glass of milk, and grab your microphone because we're about to dive into the world of podcasting. Wait, do you listen to podcasts while drinking milk? Sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's jump into those hypotheticals. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm first. I'm first. I pulled my hypothetical directly from Reddit. Um, because I didn't think of one before we started, but I found this would you rather and it made me very, very happy. You ready? I'm ready. Cristobal. Yes. Would you rather have a tree in your back garden that constantly produces every fruit in the world, the best quality and in the best condition, or a trained dinosaur of your choice to ride to work or whatever? Then it says, really think about the implications of each (laughs) <laughs> Reddit, well done. Well done, as I, usual, Reddit. I am so excited to choose. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Let's Dinosaur see. is an obvious good choice because, well, yeah. let's face it, I would choose a pterodactyl, otherwise known as a pterodactyl, which I could fly around on. Or, or T-Rex just crashing through buildings and stuff. But the dinosaur is, at the, at the same time, the way cooler choice and the way more dangerous choice. Yeah, but it's trained. It's a trained dinosaur of your choice. Yeah, but things can be... Things that are trained, things go wrong all the time. Yeah, what, like rabid dogs? Okay, yeah, sometimes yeah, you're and right. Yeah, that's just a dog. <laughs> like, think about what a dinosaur could do can if that dinosaur gets off its leash. Like a rabid dinosaur? Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, man. With the fruit, though... Like old yeller, but old chomper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's classic old chomper. <laughs> old chomper. But the the fruit, you could start a very, very lucrative business. Best fruit in the world. You could feed so many people. Okay, yes. Obviously, I could solve world hunger. Okay, I'll choose the fruit. All right, all right. I feel good, like good, I, good. I'm pressured in the fruit choice. Though. I would choose the dinosaur. Oh, John. <laughs> Tricked you. John. All right, all right, all right. My hypothetical. If you had to choose... Choose one comedian to be your new co-host. If you are kicking me off the show, oh. you have to choose one comedian to be your new co-host for this podcast. Who would you choose? Does it have to be one who has a podcast? No. Oh, it could just be anybody? Any comedian. I'm going to choose one that has a podcast because it was the first person that came to mind. Wow. Okay. Pete Holmes. What? Do you know who Pete Holmes I is? I don't. Pete Holmes is a comedian. He has a podcast called You Made It Weird. Um, and he is. he also had a show on HBO uh, called Crashing. And he is just, especially on his podcast, he's a very, like, generous host and just, like, super fun. Kind of like, like me. Mm, yeah. Kinda. Just a real fun guy. Yeah, just a real fun dude. But more, like, Pete, he laughs with his guests so much. Yeah. Like, they literally, he does, like, two-hour interviews. And oh, they wow. just, like, joke around the whole time and make jokes and sometimes do improvs together. And then they end the show by, <laughs> they look at each other and they start laughing and when it turns into a real laugh they raise their hands <laughs> that's how they do it that's awesome that fun? pete i'm available to be on your show or pete we can host. kick john off and you can become my new co-host yeah. what about you who would you i think that i would choose john mulaney oh who is you if you remember is the person I chose to have a lunch with on the first or second episode of the podcast. Well, then you would have many lunches together. Many lunches, and that would be great. Well, <laughs> today, Cristobal, we are discussing the wide and somewhat young, but maybe deceptively old Ooh. world of podcasting. Podcasting! <laughs> this is a very meta episode where we are talking about podcasts while doing a podcast. It's like a podception. Yes. A Pepsin. bit. Yeah, it's like making a TV show about making a TV show. Studio 60? Newsroom? Come my on. two favorite shows? Are we Aaron Sorkin? Maybe. Possibly. I think so. Uh, but Cristobal, did you know that podcasting is much older than most people might think? I did not know that. So podcasting began to be popularized in 2004 after the launch of the iPod. But the medium actually has its roots all the way back in the 1980s. Wow. When companies like RCS, which stands for Radio Computing Services. Remote Control Services. Really... Uh, 
really creative names to companies back then, <laughs> by the way. Today we have like Uber and Snapchat. But it has its roots all the way back in the 1980s when RCS provided a system for on-demand selection of music and audio files. But it wasn't until the year 2000 that a company called i2go launched a subscription-based automatic download and storage device that was a lot like a traditional MP3 player, sort of. Interesting. And it wasn't until 2003 that Harvard man slash New York Times writer slash NPR talk show host slash total overachiever Christopher Lydon hosted the first ever RSS feed on his blog. For those of you who don't know, an RSS feed, it's essentially a web feed that allows content to be sent to multiple different websites at once, and it also allows the creator to consistently update that content. The RSS feed, it is still central to podcasting today, which, by the way, the term podcasting is relatively new. What was simply known as internet-based radio in the 80s soon became known as audio blogging in the late 90s. Mm. But it wasn't until The Guardian published an article in 2004 that the term podcast was coined to describe the automatic download and synchronization of audio content. Wow. But in 2005, Apple added podcasting to iTunes, and that was its big break, okay? Like how this podcast is our Our big big break. break. Or how Bradley Cooper is Lady Gaga's. Big break. Big break. Well, the character. Right. Lady Gaga was pretty big before. Uh, But in 2005, Apple added podcasting to iTunes. That's when it really took off. Some early notable podcasts included the Ricky Gervais show, Mm -hmm. uh, the Adam Carolla show, the Naked Scientist, and This American Life. However, podcasting did not make its way into the mainstream for another nine to ten years. Wow. When in 2014... The investigative journalism sensation Serial hit your feed. With 40 million listeners within its first three months, 40 million listeners. That's million with six zeros. Yes. Nailed it. Uh, Yes, but 40, so that adds another zero. That's 40 with seven zeros. Well, it's 40 with six zeros. That's a four with seven zeros. With 40 million listeners within its first three months, Serial brought podcasts from a subgenre for science and culture nerds to something my mom listens to while getting her steps in. My mom listens to a podcast too. Yeah, you got to get those steps in. That's crazy. You need some energy. Today, though, there are more than half a million podcasts out there for audiences to listen to. Wow. Which is great because around 44% of the U.S. population listens to podcasts. Wow. Whether it's at home, at the gym, on their commute, or cooking a souffle, the world is listening to podcasts. But the question, Chris, is are you listening to podcasts? I I am. And to put that 44% into perspective, that's about 150 million people just in the United States listening That's to podcasts. That's crazy. That's almost as many people are subscribed to PewDiePie. That's almost as many <sighs> people who are subscribed to Media High. Come on now, girl. <laughs> uh, but Chris, uh, so I know you listen to podcasts. I listen I to podcasts. I know you're a fan. I am. Uh, but when did you first get introduced into the world of podcasts? Sure, sure. So as I, a listener. As a listener. So I knew what podcasts were for a while. Um, but I think the first time I, I really listened to a podcast consistently was early 2016 with the release of of the Modern Maker podcast. Um, I used to be really into the woodworking and things. I did not know that. John's mouth just dropped Well, I did not know that about you, but it makes sense. You're a very handy, very handy man. Yes, yes. So I used to be really into woodworking. And then with that love of woodworking came me watching YouTube videos of woodworkers. Um, And then three of my favorite woodworking YouTubers started a podcast together called the Modern Maker Podcast. And that was really the first one that I ever listened to consistently. I I really like it. I still listen to it occasionally. um, That is super niche. It is very niche. It is very niche. Love it. Um, But I mean, also one of the, one of those channels has over a million subscribers. Um, Another one has, and, and the other two have, Four, five, six hundred thousand subscribers. Man, um, so very niche, but but in in a sense, very 
broad. <laughs> so that was the first time I really listened to the podcasts and then didn't really get into podcasts again until earlier this year, I think. Really? Or late last year. Yeah. Um, so I what start- brought you back? Well, I, I got I started getting really into the YouTube space, and then there was this whole big revolution of YouTubers creating podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so with Colin and Samir, with Couples Therapy. Um, David Dobrik started a podcast. David Dobrik, yep. I think Logan Paul is starting or did start a podcast as well. Probably. Probably. Um, so really, I don't have a long history of podcasts, and unfo- I, embarrassingly, I've only listened to like six podcasts in my life. Oh, wow. Oh, Wow. 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 Owen Wilson, wow. Wow. Well, for me, podcasts uh, started for me back in college. So I I think I really started listening to my first podcast, which was actually This American Life, because my freshman year acting teacher, so this would have been fall of 2009. To put that in perspective, I was nine years old. (laughs) I was nine you years were, old. You were, weren't you? Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, um, we, Chris and I were admiring. <laughs> we just filmed something for, for me, and we were admiring. I, I currently have officially a, a gray sort of temple yeah. on one side of my head. Like, yeah. I'm officially going gray. So. I don't know how you fit an entire temple on the side of your head, but... That's what they're called. <laughs> They're called uh, right next to your eyes on the side of your head. It's called your temple. Your temple. So uh, back in the back uh, before Chris's woodworking days, yes, I was in college and my freshman year acting teacher. His, his name was Matthew Gray. Shouts to Matt. He uh, was very into us, just like observing human behavior. Mm-hmm. And he's like, one of the best things that you can do is you can listen to This American Life. Oh, it's a podcast. You need to go and listen to it. Because uh, he's like, it just documents people in the United States. And so I got into podcasting through This American Life, uh, but wasn't really into podcasts as much as I would just listen to that because uh, I worshipped at the temple of my freshman acting teacher uh matt that's you if you're listening yeah i know he is i know he is he worships but i don't think i got into podcasts really until after college mostly with the tim ferris show oh yeah uh, because i read four hour work week at work week at the end of college i read the four hour body got really into tim ferris and like his world and so when he started a podcast that got me introduced more into the world and then I started listening to a bunch of like creative, creativity podcasts, entrepreneurship podcasts, anything that set, like I would just search people, authors that I loved, like Seth Godin, and I would listen to just interviews that they had done. Uh, and that has pretty much been my, uh, my journey thus far. Uh, now today I listen to probably too many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John. So I'm really diving deep into the unknown in this pod in this in this episode because something that i know because this is very much something that you know better than i do um because i've never listened to this american life or the tim ferris show oh man so i'm gonna keep saying that probably that i've never listened to the podcast that you're list that you're listing i have so many on my list to try a while ago uh, when we were actually recording the overconsumption episode wow. episode episode zero episode zero 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 shouts to episode zero chris and i we opened up our phones and we looked at what our uh, how much screen time we spend on different apps and and different things and we were looking at our youtube watch time and all this stuff and chris is was more than me on just about everything <laughs> yeah. except for podcasts my podcast listening was through the roof because for me i listen to podcasts when i run um which maybe that's actually like when do you listen to podcasts? I listen to podcasts mainly when I'm driving mm-hmm. and when I'm drawing at home. Another thing that I found out, which is just an interesting tidbit, and then we can get into some more questions. For sure. Is that the majority, as in half of podcast listening, happens at home. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That surprises me so much. My mom only ever listens to podcasts at home. Like when? Like when she's cooking or working or just doing her thing, you know? That's but Yeah, I she almost, only ever listens at home. And I, I probably listen, like a third of my podcast listening is probably at home. I listen to podcasts like once a week at home when I'm like cleaning the house. Sure, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out selfishly, 
that the last time we checked in with my YouTube time watched, <laughs> we were at about an hour and a half daily average. I think even I think on the day we recorded, I didn't want to say that I was at two hours. I was at two hours daily average when we recorded overconsumption because it, I was overconsuming. But now, guys, I'm like 30 day. I've got like my 30 day token. <laughs> I am at 30 minutes average, and that's it. Which that's like good. especially with the Shane Dawson. Um, documentaries that are mm-hmm. freaking long. I like. I'm proud that I'm at 30 minutes. Good for you. Thank Good you. For you. I'm clean. I'm getting clean. All right. Well, now to, <laughs> to bring us back. So what? What are? I want to talk about what are the best things about podcasts for you, and what are the worst things about podcasts for, for sure. Yeah. So for me, the best thing is the variety in topic and conversation and style and format because that was like seven things um <laughs> for me the singular best thing is a b c d e f g um so the best thing is probably the variety there's so like you said there are half a million podcasts in the world and just so many of those can be geared towards so many different types of people. They can be fiction. They can be nonfiction. They can be just dialogue like this. They can be opinionated. They can be political. They can be anything you want them to be. They can just be like static sound for an hour. You never know. I think the thing that I don't like is how hard it is to discover new podcasts that you're really going to love. Mm-hmm. You know what that I mean? Was, that it was exactly the number one thing that I was Incredi- going to say incredible. about dislikes or things that yeah are not good about it's, podcasts. It's really tough. There's no, there's yet to be a really good search platform for podcasts. The discover feature is really poor. Uh, it, it it's it's on iTunes. It, you're saying yeah. It the, on, specifically on iTunes, it changes so much and so often. Yeah. To where like something can very easily – something that is not that good and hasn't even gotten that many downloads can easily get in the top 50 if not the top 10 in many categories. So it's actually not very reliable. Let's hope Media High gets there one day. Yeah, come on, girl. Um, but yeah, but for me it's that as well because most of podcasts in terms of how I've been turned on to a podcast outside of true crime – podcast everything else it has been through word of mouth yeah it has been because a friend said to me you absolutely need to listen to this or 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 a friend has asked me hey i've been looking for some podcasts like what do i need to listen to what do you listen to it's never through like a discover feature or anything like that yeah what i appreciate is the ability for a creator who already has a platform to then like move his audience to a podcast Mm -hmm. like that's how a lot of the ones that i listen to it's I, I don't hear from friends. I hear from the creators themselves who are making the podcast who I already follow. Yeah. So like I think but I think that's tough is because then your podcast audience is largely the same as your video or media audience. So then it's like, are you really growing or are you just more of your own people are getting onto the podcast? Yeah. Another thing that I so I'll say one thing I really love about it is how easy it is to consume the content while doing something else. Yes, absolutely. Audio is so great because of that. I can listen to it while I'm driving while I can't, or at least I shouldn't watch YouTube videos while I'm driving kids. Don't do it. Guys, guys, stay safe, stay off your phone. Unless you have a Tesla, get that autopilot going. But I love the portability of it. Yes. And I can accomplish something while I'm listening to a podcast. I love that. I love that. I love that. One thing I don't necessarily love about it is there's very little, if not zero opportunity for back and forth with your audience or with the creator on a podcast. There is no comment section you can't even like slide into the DMS of your favorite podcaster. Like Except for you can because Media High now has an Instagram account. Yes, absolutely. But that's the thing. You as a podcaster and also you as a listener, you have to send your audience or you have to find out where your favorite podcast host lives on another platform in order to communicate with them. The fact that this is a giant, giant platform with so many listeners and yet you can't interact. There's no social aspect of it natively besides leaving a review i think is crazy yeah it's tough it can be tough um and i think it it takes a lot of the personality out of it not in that you you don't feel very connected to the creator themselves Mm -hmm. which i think is hard to be to be a consistent listener if you don't really feel connected yeah 
So we, we talked, we gave the numbers earlier about how many podcasts are out there and how many people are listening. Yeah. Why do you think podcasts have become so popular in the last three to four years? I think that it's because it is such a great platform. It just hasn't been discovered before this. I think it just wasn't super well known. There wasn't enough variety before now. But like now, there's a podcast for everyone and it really does flow seamlessly into your day because you can listen to a podcast while you're at the gym. You can listen to a podcast while you're driving to work. You can listen to a podcast before bed. You can listen to a podcast while doing anything, anywhere you are. It just is so accessible. Yeah. I also think podcasts ha- are becoming, if they have not already become the new YouTube channel in that everyone has one yeah. and everyone is starting one oh, now, and for anybody sure. can. It's super easy. Yeah. It's super easy. I mean, so me, my, easy me myself do. and I, I am on and have three podcasts that I consistently am on. Like it's, he's a podcasting maniac. Look out. I'm addicted. But really it, it, it's, it's almost like the, you know, three years ago or two years ago, the big thing was like, everyone's starting a YouTube yeah, channel, for right? sure. Where now it's almost shifting to like everyone's starting a podcast. Yeah. I feel like soon there's going to be like the 11, 12 year old kids recording a podcast on their phone and just totally. like uploading it, which I, I'm sure is already happening, but really is interesting. Like that's a very interesting concept. Well, and that's when podcasting perhaps moves to the next generation. And like you, you are even a generation perhaps behind me almost proven by the fact that you my were gray temples by your gray temples and the fact that I was nine when you were in college. Exactly. But, but even people who are younger than you, like people in high school and middle yeah. school right now, are they listening to podcasts? Oh, I have no idea. I don't, I mean, when I like spend time with young people, whether I'm speaking at a youth conference or something like that, we don't really talk about podcasts ever. We yeah. talk about YouTube and influencers sure. and things like that, but we don't necessarily I hope I hope that they are listening to podcasts. I hope they are because it's a great platform. And, it is, and, and with more, if if more younger people are listening to podcasts, then that opens the door for more, uh, for more podcasts appropriate to that age, and not mm-hmm. like that this is an inappropriate podcast or it's vulgar or anything. It just no, is no, no. like what what does a kids podcast look like? Just like what does a kids YouTube video look like? Yeah, you like know? why? What is podcast? What is the Apple iTunes podcast kids? Yeah, like what YouTube is kids? what does PBS Kids podcast look like? You know? Yeah, I, I mean, want to see out there. I want to see Sesame Street in audio. I'm gonna go to the Kids and Family playlist right now and see what I can find. Reading with your kids podcast. NPR has one called Wow in the World. There's Story Pirates is oh Gimlet has a has a I remember this oh that's interesting okay so like these are just like kids stories sort of yep. like audiobooks like short kids stories re- read to kids and that's okay that's amazing mm-hmm. I'm so glad because I think that video is not a great thing for children especially very young children video is very just I don't think it's great I don't think it's great sitting your kid in front of a screen is not great but. Putting a story on, a kids-oriented kids story for your children while they, like, play with their toys or while they're in the backseat of your car, letting them listen to something while taking in the world around them, mm-hmm. I think that is a great, great thing and something that should be encouraged even more. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's cool. So we're, we just talked about the genre of kids and family. What is your, like, what is your favorite genre of podcast? My favorite genre is conversational deep dive. Okay. So like when, when somebody or two, when a podcaster goes, you mean like media high, I mean like media high, watch out for those deep dives coming soon. Um, but I like when, when the hosts of a podcast pick a subject or pick a topic or pick even a specific thing in media or culture and just go really deep on it. Like the daily is a, is a New York times podcast and they did an episode on um, Black Klansmen, the movie that came mm. out a couple months ago. And it was just really interesting to hear their thoughts, how connected to culture, everything about that. It just going deep on a single subject or a single piece of media has always been really interesting to me, how it relates to the culture around us. Yeah, for me, I I agree. I love those as well. I listen to... I listen to a podcast called The Rewatchables from The Ringer Podcast mm-hmm. Network where they take movies that are 5 to 20 years old, movies that are consistently getting played on cable over and over again, and they just do an hour-long episode where they talk about that movie, they rehash it, 
They talk about the casting what ifs of like who else auditioned for these roles, and they just spend an hour talking about one single movie. Yeah, I love that. I love that as well. I listen to um, a lot of. I still listen to a lot of interview podcasts like the Tim Ferriss Show or School of Greatness with Lewis Howes. These long form interviews with very famous people. I specifically love the Tim Ferriss show in that Tim will have someone like Edward Norton on and it will be 45 minutes before they even talk about movies that Ed Norton's been in because they spend 45 minutes talking about how Ed Norton is actually a great surfer and loves surfing. Oh, very like, interesting. Because I, I love the opportunity to hear these, these actors or celebrities that – that we often only see like playing a funny game on Jimmy Fallon for five minutes. Yeah. I love getting the opportunity to listen in on a conversation that is unedited, not scripted, yeah. talking about things that they just do in their life and give what us they that enjoy. deep dive. Give yeah. us that deep dive. I also listen to a lot of sports podcasts, specifically basketball podcasts. The NBA show from The Ringer. Yes, The Ringer NBA show. John loves that podcast. I do. I do. John, do you have an ideal length? For a podcast that you like to listen to? Oh, I love me a long podcast. You do? If, if the podcast, honestly, if the podcast is under 45 minutes, I almost don't even listen Interesting. to it. I think that that is very key to look at because people my age or younger, they look at an hour long podcast and they say, oh, no, 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 no. I do not have time to listen to an hour long podcast, <laughs> which for me, I drive a lot. I mean, Mm-hmm. art class a lot i'm at home drawing a lot so i have a lot of big chunks of time where it's podcasting is perfect listening to a podcast is perfect for me but a lot of my friends especially my friends in college they which understandably they don't have these big chunks of continuous time to sit down and listen to a podcast and even if they're going to break it up seeing 45 minutes an hour an hour 15 an hour and a half podcast is daunting and that's I, nothing, that's almost man. a turnoff for them that's nothing man yeah. if i if i see a two and a half hour interview with someone i am so in yeah see that's i think too much for me like the like the joe rogan experience he does like minimum two hour interview. yeah that's wild i love it that's I love wild it so much. that's like sitting down to watch civil war and but just listening to a podcast yeah, just listen to a podcast because they talk because you especially with interviews you get so far beyond the stuff that because chances are you're listening to that interview because you like the person that's being interviewed yeah and you probably know a lot about them yeah so guess what in the 30 minute interview you're only going to hear more of what you already know for sure it's only after 45 minutes or an hour that you begin to hear things that you've never heard of before yeah and you didn't know that about the person and i think that that is very reminiscent of the fact that like it's the type of podcast that you like to listen to relates to the t- how long you like to listen because like you really like interview podcasts mm-hmm. which a good interview podcast can't be an hour i like to listen to deep dives but a good deep dive could just be like an hour an hour 10 and that's my ideal length yeah or like a true crime episodic like serial podcast that has an ideal length of episode that probably shouldn't be any longer than an episode of television yeah. because you are telling one story over the course of a season rather than, you know, doing a conversation or a deep dive like we're talking about. So I do think it depends on the genre. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I love me a good episodic. A nice little episodic or even any – like even This American Life. They, they have an hour-long podcast that is made up of several acts, each of which are 15 to – 10 to 20 minutes, you know? Right. So it all, it all really depends, I think, on the genre. So then with all of these different sort of lengths and all these different sort of genres, what genre specifically do you think is best suited for a podcast? Because yeah. for me, a long-form interview, that is best suited. That, that's really suited better with audio than it is with video. For sure. Because I'm not going to sit and watch two people just talk for three hours. Right. And I agree with that. I think that interviews are one of the best things – that podcasts can do one of the best thing, one of the best forms of podcast. Um, I also really appreciate, although I haven't gotten into any so far, I really appreciate story-based podcasts because I grew up listening to Adventures in Odyssey, which is a radio program, um, but a fictional radio program. So mm-hmm. it, there are individual episodes, each like a half an hour long, telling a story and just each episode telling its own story or a broad story over like a season, I guess. But so I have a lot of history with that. And I think that story-based podcasts have a lot of potential, even if I haven't necessarily gotten into any yet so far. Yeah, well, that's that's a tough thing for me because I've listened to 
a couple, and when you say story, you mean fictional narrative. Fictional narrative. Yeah, I've listened to a few of those, like uh, 36 Questions was a podcast musical that came out. Wow. Um, and there was Homecoming from Gimlet, right? Gimlet did Homecoming. And both of those are actors who are doing a script. Right. But the thing that I got really frustrated with it in both of them, the story the story writers felt the need to justify why all of this was being recorded, which I oh, thought was ridiculous no, because no, like, no. what, what movie is like <laughs> feeling like they have to justify why there's a camera there. Unless you're the office. Yeah. Unless like, you are purposefully a making a crew. mockumentary. Right. But I was like, I will gladly listen in on a world oh, and just sure. listen in on it. Yeah. Just like I watch in on it with a movie. And so I, I haven't heard a good fictional narrative podcast yet a scripted narrative podcast yet that 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 has worked for me yeah, i guess and so sure. i because i haven't seen it i can't say that that genre really really works yeah it's like parks and rec i mean parks and rec didn't ever justify why there are cameras and nobody ever questioned it we were just like oh this is another mockumentary awesome right right even though in that they do look at the cameras or you know, oh right they do be. direct interviews and interact with the cameras as the same way as the office but we don't ever question that. We're just, we just think as the audience, this is hilarious. Right. So if podcasting had a way for all of our listeners out there to leave a comment or to interact with yeah. us, I would say, tell me what narrative fictional podcasts are out there. But unfortunately, there's no way to do that. So I will live in ignorance. If you really want to fight through the work, you can send us an audio file over the Anchor app. Yes. So you can send us an audio suggestion of a podcast or a question for future episodes. You could also jump over to Twitter at Media High Pod or Instagram at Media High. Ask a, just comment a question. DM us. Just give us something to work with for future episodes. If you want your voice to be heard on this podcast, give us a question to hear. Hook us up. Hook us up. John, I've got a quick question. <clears throat> Do you think that podcasts will ever take the place of radio? I think they have. You think they have? In a lot of people's lives. Sure. Because I now... Even, I mean, when we, well, first of all, we have to talk about when do we listen to podcasts all the time? Well, we listen to it. <laughs> Sometimes we listen to it while we're working out. Other times a lot of people listen to it around the house. Apparently, only, apparently, apparently <laughs> only one of the places is in the car. I don't know of anyone who listens to the radio anymore unless they're in the car. Oh, Absolutely. Like, we're not sitting around. And maybe when, like, my dad's working in the garage, yeah. he'll turn on the radio. Okay, well, actually, my mom listens to Moody Radio pretty much 24-7. Okay. Well, good for her. Good for I her. I think that's great. Getting that faith. But, but so, so for, for me, it's, it already has replaced it. Yeah. And I think it has oh, for yeah. a lot of people yeah. in that I do not listen to the radio at all. Yeah. It's either been replaced by podcasts or music streaming. Yes. By Spotify. Do you listen to more podcasts or more music? Podcasts. Podcasts. But I'm not a huge music okay. person. What do you think that ratio is? Oh, 90-10. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But it's because, and, and I treat podcasts maybe a little differently than other people. I don't ever listen to a podcast really as like background noise mm -hmm. to something else. When I listen to a podcast, I'm on a run or I'm on a drive or he's sitting in a chair with a glass of milk. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but it's it is the main thing. Yeah. Whereas music to me, that has always been in my life, the background to something else. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when Baby Driver is walking down the street and there's music in the I, background. Of I his am life. Baby Driver. You are Baby Driver. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I wish I was Baby Driver. What about you? Has it replaced radio in your life? I think that just like you said, podcasting and music streaming, I don't listen, ever listen to the radio in my car. Mm -hmm. I don't think that in the car that I have now, I don't think I've ever, ever listened to the radio except for around Christmas time. Oh, because, totally. Because 93.9. 93.9, the light. Come the on. The light. FM. Better to do. Come on. I miss Christmas. Me too. Yeah. So... I think that for the most part, yes, it has. But do you think that radio will ever go away? I um, mean, do you think that radio will ever just leave? No, because I just just like um, there there is along with like on demand viewing with television or movies or things like that. There is always a place for live events. 
and, and, and things like that. Now, will radio go away once there's like self-driving cars mm-hmm. and you can actually just watch a movie while you're oh, driving? Interesting. Like what happens then? Yeah. What happens when the tasks that we do while we're listening to this audio, what happens when those tasks are simply automated and we can actually watch something visual as well as listen to it? Do you think that we'll automatically jump to some watching something visual or do you think that we'll potentially go to interacting more with each other? I mean, it depends. Like, sure. Um, I think it depends. I mean, if I'm alone in the car, obviously I'll just right. go towards watching something. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I think it depends. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully one day we will be able to watch a movie while the car drives itself and we can eat Chinese food along the way. But in the meantime, let's find out what is happening in technology right now. Chris, over to you for a little tech talk. Welcome to Two Minute Tech Talk covering the latest in media technology. This week, instead of our traditional technology news update, we are going to be talking about the technology and gear we use to record, edit, and distribute this podcast. All the way from our mouths right now, the way I'm speaking, into your ears, the way you're listening right now. Now, for podcasting, it all starts with a microphone. We here at Media High use an AKG Perception P220. This studio condenser mic is great for recording dialogue and costs anywhere between $100 and $150. Next comes the Scarlett 2i for USB-powered audio Interface. What is this, you might ask? Well, you plug your mic into the Scarlet and you plug your Scarlet into your computer, and through it, you can control the audio levels, gain, output, and, and such. That's pretty much all you need to know, because that's pretty much all I know about it. Moving on, we record audio directly into GarageBand using a 2016 MacBook Pro, export it, transfer it to my computer, where I use Adobe Audition to edit, cut, and export the fully finished podcast episode the one you're listening to right now. One of the most important aspects of any podcast, though, is how you distribute it. Do you have your own web hosting, then individually upload it to different platforms? Do you just upload it to one singular platform? We here at Media High use a website slash app called Anchor. By the way, this is not sponsored by Anchor. Anchor in the future, if you want to sponsor us, hit us up. But I want to talk a little bit about their service. Anchor is a free and very easy to use website where you can upload your podcast once and they will distribute it to basically every other podcasting platform, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. The goal of Anchor is to make podcasting more accessible for everyone. And with features like their segment builder, music library, and extensive discover page, Anchor really supports the creators on their platform like few other companies do. At least that has been our experience. So do you want to start a podcast? You just get a mic, get an idea, and start recording. It's as easy as that. Our podcast, The Future of All Entertainment. Will you start your own podcast soon? I guess we'll just have to see. And that's all for this week on Tech Talk. Stay tuned next time for the latest in media technology. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, my gosh. I got excited. That's Can all right. Do it again. Say okay. welcome back again. No, you're just going to cut me no, off. No, no, no. Say welcome back. Say it. welcome back. Welcome back. Nice. Media high. All right. Chris, you have you have a question you've been dying to ask. I'm literally dying to ask this question. John. Johnny. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Jonifer. If you had to choose one movie star in the future to make a podcast, what movie star would you choose and why? All right. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you already should know the answer to I this think question. That I, I think that I do know the it answer to It is Dwayne Johnson, right. <laughs> none other than The Rock himself, the big boulder of the United States. Rocky, Rocky. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the yeah. pebble that became a boulder. Wow. I love him, and yeah. I would love for him to start a podcast. Yeah, I... I knew that was gonna. I would listen. I knew that if was it was coming. just him talking for an hour, <laughs> that would, I would listen. That, I think that he would be like one of the only people who could just talk oh, for an absolutely. hour. Him and like, um, he's so fascinating, man. Him and just some other people. Who I mean, have uh, Bill voices. Burr. Bill Burr does a podcast really? where it's just him solo talking. show. Yeah, solo. I mean, I, he's had guests, I believe, but for the most part, uh, it started with just him talking, which is pretty cool. What about you, John Mulaney? <laughs> well, no, he's not really a movie star. He's not really a movie star. Um, so if I had to True. choose someone, <laughs> I think that it's funny that you chose Dwayne The Rock Johnson because I'm going to choose someone he's often in movies with. 
Kevin Hart. Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh. Yeah, I think that he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy, and he he's got funny. he's got a lot of personality. I th- I would like to hear him. Do you watch Cold as Balls? No. Oh, he's got like a show. Yeah. I don't even know where where is it hosted. I think it's YouTube Red. Is it, is it YouTube Red? Yeah, they just sit in like ice baths and chat yeah. for a while. But I yeah, I would like to hear him interview people. I think he would be good. Yeah. A good podcast he's a funny host. Guy. Yeah, he's a little bit of a hoot. A little bit. A little bit is the key word because he's short. So we do not know whether our prayers will be answered for a podcast from Kevin Hart or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Come we on. don't really know what the future of podcasting will look like at all. However, we can forecast it a little bit. We're so going to take a nice stab in the take, dark. We're going to take a stab in the dark at it. Crystal Ball, where do you see podcasting in five years? Bigger, better, more believable. That's where I see. That's wow. where I see podcasts. You're really selling this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, everybody. I see them bigger. I see them better. I see them more believable. Oh, my God. Um, I No, I seriously, I am very excited for the future of podcasts because they've only been growing and getting better over the last 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah, and there's only been more of them. There's only been more, and with more comes more competition, which pushes people to do better and more creative things. Yeah. I think that podcasting, there's a huge potential for creativity in podcasts. What what would a late night show of podcasting look like? What would Mm -hmm. a variety show of podcasting look like? You know, what would a sitcom of podcasting look like? I would love, I mean, I'm sure some of these things already exist, but I would love to see even more creativity being put into the space of podcasting. I want to see where the platform can go as a creative medium for artists. Yeah, absolutely. I think podcasting is uniquely positioned as a platform to be a place where big business and independent creators finally like clash and we see who's going to dominate yeah. this platform. Yeah. Because with like YouTube, independent creators, they rule. You know, like I know NBC and like Late Night with Jimmy Fallon has a big YouTube following, quote unquote, but like it's nothing compared to the passion with which people follow their favorite YouTubers. Although that might be changing. I mean, look Maybe. at T-Series. That It's a Bollywood channel that has been growing insanely fast. It is a company, not an individual, and they're about to take over PewDiePie as the top spot on YouTube. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but I think for the most part, though, YouTube is still dominated by its independent creators. Sure. Whereas I think of the, I think of podcasting as a place where the New York Times has the Daily, which is huge and has a very, very large following. And then there's independent people who have their own huge, like Tim Ferriss, for example, Joe huge. Rogan, Joe Rogan, huge, just right. like independent sort of godfathers and mothers of the platform. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what, where that comes to a head in the yeah. future and yeah. what that will be. I also think we're going to see in sort of that same vein, way more podcast networks. Yeah. There are things like Gimlet and Earwolf and the ringer right now. And even New York times has like seven podcasts. Right. And well, what, to bring it back to this conversation of a battle between independent creators and sort of big business, are we going to see more startups like the like the Ringer started to be a media company online and podcast network? Gimlet obviously literally created a podcast about being a startup. Or are we going to see previously established companies mm-hmm. starting their own podcast network? Do you think that maybe we'll see similar to Netflix buying documentary series from individuals, do you think that we'll potentially see these big networks and companies buying a podcast, like buying a person's podcast to be a part of their network? I think we already see that a little bit, especially in the true crime genre, because what you will find is you will find a journalist telling a story and it's brought to you by The Atlantic or brought to you by the Cincinnati Inquirer. And it's usually because that journalist worked for them previously, but sometimes it's because that news outlet picks it up independently. Yeah. Or like how Media High is brought to you by a glass of milk this week. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. The other thing, and this is maybe a little bit of a different thing that I think we'll see is podcasts that were started will launch bigger businesses outside of the platform. Oh, interesting. And we see that happening with people like uh, the My Favorite Murder hosts, 
Karen and Georgia, they have started a media company that will start podcasts, but it's also going to create a whole bunch of other type of content called Exactly Right. And it's just, they started a podcast a bunch of years ago. It's gotten really popular. Now they're launching a business out of it. Uh, Nerdist, Chris Hardwick, like that has a YouTube channel and a news division. Nerdist News is a big YouTube channel. It's a huge thing now. And that started as a podcast. So I'm interested to see both what comes onto the platform, but also what creators begin to expand outside of yeah, it. Yeah, that's really interesting. Outside of it. That's really interesting. Maybe someday Media High will become a network of podcasts. We'll become our own media company or website. Oh, yeah. Let us know if you want us to start a media company. <laughs> <laughs> Just a casual question for our audience. Let us know in the podcast comments that don't exist. I'm really bothered by that. Are you? It seems like it. I guess. Okay, future, I just... future of podcasting. There will be a platform on which you can comment directly onto a podcast. I just need constant validation. Okay. You know? Gotta get those thumbs up. I guess. Thumbs is ups. I guess. Thumb ups. Now, Cristobal. Yeah. Um... We know that podcasting is very popular, obviously. We know a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people are listening. But 44% is still less than half. That's true. Which means that not half the people who are listening to this, because 100% of the people who are listening to this listen to podcasts, but half people out there are either not listening to podcasts or they're maybe just starting. Yeah. So I have taken some time and I have put together what I am calling the podcast essentials incredible can i share some with you? i would love for you to share some with us so these are not a, a, a prerequisite before i get into this this is not what i am saying are the best podcasts on the platform these are more of the godfathers and mothers of several different genres on the platform this is not on every you know these are just several different genres these are like this is what made it famous, or these are the basics that you should give a chance to to see if you like this type of format. Similar to our world building essentials, Amen. these are the essentials of podcasting with John Jorgensen. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, if you are interested in journalism or narrative journalism podcasts, you gotta go with This American Life or Serial. Serial was actually a production of This American Life from their production company. Uh, but those are sort of the, the two famous ones, especially Serial, telling one story over the course of 10 episodes, has launched so many other podcasts like Up and Vanished, uh, S-Town, Accused. There, like, there are Dirty John. There are so many podcasts that basically just copy the formula of Serial, and Serial is the godfather of it. Next up, business podcasts. If you are an MBA out there and you're looking for some business advice, How I Built This is a podcast from NPR where they interview founders of big companies, the founder, uh, people from the founder of Instagram to the founder of Haribo Gummy Bears. Like they interview them on how they started their company. The other one is Startup from Gimlet, which we gave a shout to earlier in this episode. It is Alex Bloomberg who founded Gimlet. And it is a narrative story podcast, a true narrative story of him actually starting this podcasting network and podcasting company. Very meta, like this podcast about a podcast. Next up, interviews. We've talked about almost all these. The Joe Rogan Experience, The Tim Ferriss Show, or WTF with Mark Maron. They are talking with anyone and everyone, business leaders, athletes, celebrities, whatever it is. And these are long-form podcasts. So get ready. Give those a try. Uh, if you are interested. If you're into politics, you check out Pod Save America, The Daily from the New York Times, or The Ben Shapiro Show, depending on your political leanings. In sports, we have the Bill Simmons podcast and Pardon My Take. The Bill Simmons podcast is from the founder of The Ringer, Pardon My Take, from Barstool Sports. Then in technology, you have Reply All from Gimlet, as well as the TED Radio Hour from TED, as in TED talks. Those are the essentials in some of the biggest, biggest genres on the podcasting platform. John, thank you for giving those essentials that really informed me because as I've said many a time on today's episode, I'm not an avid 
podcast explorer. So these, it's a great list for me personally. Do you listen to Reply All? I don't. I was. It was just. You re- would it was, love it. It was just recommended to me a couple of days ago, and I'm really excited to jump into it. So just. I hope that you benefited as much as I did from that essentials list from John Jorgensen. Now, as I said before, though that essentials list that is a very objective list. For it's sure. not even reflective of perhaps my own personal taste. There are several podcasts on there that I've listened to and just weren't really for me. Yeah. So I thought we could take some time for our pick of the week. We could perhaps give a more subjective, of course, what is the word? Recommendation. Yeah. To people. So yeah, do you want to start? I would love to start. Um, my favorite podcast. I'm going to give my top two. Please. Because one of them I've talked about a lot, it's just, we all know it's great. We all know it's great. We all know it's great. It is binge mode. Okay, it's binge mode. Um, Brought to you by The Ringer. It is an excellent podcast. Currently in this season, taking a real deep dive into the entire Harry Potter series and universe. Tell us a little bit about exactly how it works. Yeah, so on every episode, they'll go through a chunk of chapters from the book. So they're going chronologically from... From the first book, Sorcerer's Stone, all the way through chapter by chapter, book by book, through Deathly Hallows. At the end of each book, they'll do an entire episode just on the movie adaptation of that book. It's it's really incredible, especially if you are a huge Harry Potter nerd mm-hmm. like I am. And you're looking at hour to an hour 20 usually yes. episodes. Yeah. Usually, Sometimes an hour and a half. Yeah, usually around hour 15 would probably be the average. Um, my second favorite at the moment podcast is the Colin and Samir podcast. This is a little biased just because they're one of my favorite creators on YouTube. Um, they have a podcast that where they will either do an interview with another creator or they'll talk about current events on the YouTube slash media landscape. It is very good. I really enjoy their conversation. Very conversational as well. Um, usually runs about an hour to an hour and a half, just like The Ringer. Absolutely. Uh, for me, this is a podcast that was just actually recommended to me by my pastor, actually. Wow. Strangely enough. Wow. Uh, it is, wow, Owen Wilson, wow. Wow. It is a podcast called Off Book, and it is an improvised musical podcast from Earwolf. The the hosts, Zach and Jess, they have a show where every week they do an hour and a half improvised musical Which is, in front of a live audience. Literally Incredible. It's, it's very, I, very I can't cool. even comprehend doing They're that. They're so good. I did improv and I can't even comprehend They're so doing good that. at it. And they usually have like a guest. The one I just recently listened to is with Taryn Killam of SNL. And they just do like a three-person hour and a half fully improvised musical with accompaniment and everything. Amazing. And it did not disappoint. It came at with high praise and it did not disappoint. It is very funny. They are very, very talented. Um, and it's just, it's a good fun sort of listen. So I can't wait to listen. I highly recommend off book, highly recommend it. I hope that you all have enjoyed today's episode, but John, I think that we did forget to plug one very important podcast. What, which one? You don't think I did a good job on The Essentials? You did an incredible job on The Essentials. What did I miss then? You missed one. You forgot to put on the Media High podcast. Oh, I have heard that's good. It is a good one. So be sure to rate and review on all your podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Media High Pod, Instagram at Media High. Send us some questions. We'd love to do a Q&A episode sometime soon. Send us a question in the form of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can send us an audio question through the Anchor app. Mm-hmm. We'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, Dean's 2% Milk. Oh, yes. Yes, uh, as well as Oberweiss Chocolate Milk. Yeah. We love you. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. Thank you for sponsoring my stomach every night of the week while I listen to a nice <laughs> podcast as well. Now, we'll see you next week on the Media High Podcast. Until then, try not to get lost in the Apple Podcast Discover page. And remember... Free Adnan. Stomach. (laughs) My stomach just made a very... We ordered pizza, so that's good. I can't wait. Free Adnan!